What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. I am Keith. And I'm Jack. And you are <laughs> listening to Gunday Brunch, which is brought to you by a group of lovely people. Yeah, Such lovely people. So beautiful. So uh, today we have a fun topic because if there's one thing gun nerds like talking about, it's guns that don't exist. Um, it, it really is like whether that's sci-fi guns or like, oh man, wouldn't it be so cool if company X made company XYZ? And I hold the unique position of how of working for a company. So I work for. So if you guys don't know, uh, I was recently hired on. I'm now the marketing manager for Taurus USA. Um, and I and Taurus is a very interesting company in that in the past they've thrown a lot of spaghetti at a lot of walls, and some of it has stuck. The judge probably being the most prominent example of things that were a crazy ass idea that turned into an absolute commercial success. And then there's some other stuff like the curve that was the curve. Um, it certainly was. I will. I want to say one congratulations on your new job and two. Uh, tourists have been the nicest people at SHOT Show that I've ever dealt with. Like, bar none, the nicest people. Um, so I think it's a good fit, um, and we wish you the best of luck. And you'll still be here with us, too, to yeah. shit talk to yeah, like the you, industry. We're not saying goodbye to Caleb. This is just, oh, Caleb does this other thing, too. And Congrats. it's important to disclose that other thing to people because, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm going to be like that. I, I don't want people to think that that changes many of the fundamental things about me, you know. Um, Disclosing uh, professional relationships? Oh, my god! When you work in media? Mm, mm, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Not me friend not me <laughs> yeah i have no idea different <laughs> different um but and how, that was how many times have we same shamelessly offered to shill on this show like publicly we're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna hide it but we will yeah. take your money <laughs> yeah for sure um <laughs> with that in mind though because because taurus has uh this that this is what kind of got me thinking about it because i was going through some of our products that didn't hit like the uh pcc that we launched or the the curve i was really disappointed that that pcc didn't hit harder honestly i was disappointed in that whole system i thought that had potential especially with aftermarket and well i think the problem was they launched it that pcc was launched at the wrong time because it mm -hmm. was launched after pccs were it was launched in that time frame where everybody was going away from PCCs to 14 and a half inch M4s for all of their tack teams and all of that. So I don't think it ever was going to be a hit, despite the fact that it's basically a Brazilian UMP. Um, and that's there's kind, a full- That's kind of where I was hoping it was going to land on the market is like, here's a Brazilian UMP. You can kind of get your UMP vibe off of this thing, but without the- H and K, you can't get this. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, because bring it back. That's what we're saying. Bring yeah, it back. There, if there's one thing that uh Tor that I have learned in my very short time with Taurus and from you know working with him in the past as well as a consultant and a freelancer, uh, they want to sell guns. Like they don't want to not sell guns like some other companies out there. If there's a gun that's that they the, can make, that is one sell of it. the weirdest vibes in the industry. And I never thought I would run into so many people who are not actually interested in moving product. Like they're not actually interested in getting something out the door into people's hands 
for them to enjoy and use for what it's designed for versus this is just a project for them that they're bringing everybody along with too and they never intend never intend to make it viable in the space they're they're just sitting here like look at my toy and everyone's like we'd like that and they're like no right the mp the mp7 being probably the best example <laughs> look at my toy ah, you kill, and we're you like can we have idea. that no yeah why can i not have a semi-automatic mp7 i know why that it has a lot to do with german weapon regulations and basically if you make guns in germany for the military you can't make them for civilians Mm -hmm. um the only way we get mr556s is because they're made here in america because part of the requirement for the m27 seven right yeah the iar they have to be built in america you know we've we've kind of learned not to build weapons in other countries Sometimes the flags get real pointy on the map, so we need those guns here. But we can't get MP7s because Daddy Germany is like nine 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 nine. Um, which they could which solve sucks. that by just making MP7s here. They they yeah. could, okay. but that requires Germany to sign off on it. And I Germany want, yeah. and Germany H and K do not like. They're like. Why would we do that? We would sell 10,000 of them instantly. Why would we want to do that? That I once said horrible. that to a number of executives, and I got some bad looks as if I had just pointed out that somebody wasn't wearing pants. So I have learned that I I am not tolerated by shenanigans. I'm going to tell you my favorite Germany story real quick. Uh, my first shot show, I walked by the H&K booth, and there were like a series of like malls and glaives and like battering rams and just like medieval weaponry but like black and tactical and i'm like oh my god look at this i'm holding like a hammer mace with a blade on the end of it and i'm like what is this for and this german guy comes up to me and he's like oh this is this is lying the vent it may not have been the hk booth but it was a german guy those are all the same to me um he's like these are rescue tools and I looked at him and was like, rescuing people from what? Living? And he got very mad at me and made me give it back to him. <laughs> we are rescue squads, says so on batch. Yeah. Um, yeah that's about the most in existence. <laughs> so yes, I think everyone in the world wants a civilian in P7 except for Germany. Um... It's not they, the worst thing Germany's ever study. done, but it's certainly they will up to not give us the spaghetti. So anyway, on to the actual topic of this episode. We're not this is not uh the guy's shit on HK because we like a lot of HK's products. What we're talking about we'll do today, that next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that can be that can be next episode. Yeah, they brunch 71. <laughs> the guy's shit on episode 81. HK, why you know Gib? Yeah, the guy's shit on HK and desperately ask HK for products. <laughs> yeah, same. <clears throat> so anyway, uh today's episode, we are gonna be talking about what's like if you had a blank sheet of paper and you could get the gun industry to design a gun what would it be now the there are some ground rules here it has to be something that's achievable with current technology so no laser guns or phasers or you know lightsabers or whatever Wait, right like something that we can... rifle in the 40 watt range right because you know somebody's going to comment that anyways yeah. 
Um, so we're all going to go. And then what I want you, the lovely listeners out there on the YouTubes to do is post your idea in the comment section. And I'm going to pick the two that I like the most. And you are going to get a gift certificate for a free slide milling from CNH Precision Weapons. So I'm just going to give this, I got two of them. If you're listening to the audio version, I'm sorry, you have to go on YouTube to post a comment. That's just... Like, click like six things and get your comment on. Yeah. We're very so, sorry that you have to go to YouTube. <laughs> we are, because YouTube is uh, and sewer. But anyway, two uh, gift certificates for free slide milling from CNH Precision Weapons. These are awesome. They do all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, I think they're great. And again, ground rules are, what is the one firearm you wish the industry was making? that they're not currently making. Uh, and again, it has to be within the realm of extant technology. You can't, you know, no phasers, no phased plasma rifles, stuff like that. So with that being said, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, jack. Eeny, right. meeny, miny, jack. I'm going to break your rule, but oh. only slightly. I'm going to bend it just slightly. <laughs> Flex. I would like, um, I would like a compact magazine fed 12 gauge shotgun that's reliable <laughs> now, oh is, is, is that all would you like a fucking unicorn and that's, that's the rub what that's color, the rub what color dragon do you want it, honestly the laser want, pistol Jack? will be around before we get this thing made um i think you have to do a couple of things to make it happen that are going to be unpopular one, it has to be a metallic shell, so it's going to have to be a lot heavier, but that's going to make it more reliable. Two, um, who is this for? Because when I mean compact, I mean in its folded state, it needs to be this big. I mean, it can be for whoever you want. It could be for you and an army it's, of Nephilim. It, or... It's for me because, honestly, I like compact shotguns. It's when everybody's like, oh, shotgun versus AR, I'm like AR all day long. When it's like something that I could have in a shoulder holster under a leather jacket that's more than just like, oh, I've produced a nine millimeter pistol, but this time it has a little bit of metal that I can touch to my shoulder. That's a stupid PDW. If I produce a 12 gauge semi automatic six round king hand cannon and then just pop the stock what i have done is fundamentally change the conversation in that room for everyone there everyone there went from having an argument to being involved in a dispute like <laughs> I, I and potentially and changing this, teams this gun exists in like a number of formats um in fantasy worlds, the one that I will most refer to, uh, Bato has this gun in uh, Ghost of the Shell 2. So if you look Ghost of the Shell 2, Bato's shotgun shows him using it. It's really good. It's also in Cyberpunk 2077, but I just think to myself, how cool would that be? And the problem is it just it isn't doable. Also, when people do magazine-fed shotguns, they do a thing that I think is really counterproductive. And that's they give them too much ammunition. They're like, let me put a 10-round stick yeah. on this thing. Let me put no, you, 
a 20 round drum and you basically turn your gun into an unwieldy mess. Um, I don't need 20 rounds. I need five, five shotgun rounds that I can then go boop, boop, chunk, chunk. I now have five more shotgun shells for, well, just reasons committing war crimes, yeah. but <laughs> compact war crimes. Yes. The smallest of war. I crimes. would guess that I probably need this thing to be gas operated versus recoil operated and that's going to also be finicky but jack's personal hand cannon a gas operated five round roughly shockwave sized reliable Uh, nine inch barrel nine inch barrel so shorter than a shockwave yeah shorter it needs to be shorter Yeah, that one and is going to fall under the what color dragon would you like with your... Right, like, I can get it. <laughs> but like, everything else, there's workarounds to. And I will, say, I will say that you didn't actually break the rules because technically that is a thing that could be built by man. Shotgun shells used to be made uh, with brass holes uh, way right. back in like the 1800s. They still are. You can still find metal shotgun shells mm-hmm. out there. They're still produced in very small number. Uh, there's some like very bougie shotguns that use them. The shotguns cost more than cars, guys. Right. Like, it's a brass yeah. shotgun shell, dude. This thing is not cheap. Yeah. Um the the type of thing Beretta makes and then imports. And it is heavy. It, it would be heavy. You're going to need to never skip arm day and back day with this gun. Yeah. Um so what you're saying also, is you have it, designed the sci-fi gun for you and Andre the Giant. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's it's fundamentally just for me, uh, right. and as a backup, I will carry a Glock 18. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So oh, Jack's right. an anime character. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mister Two Revolvers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my my ideal carry setup doesn't seem reasonable to you, Wyatt Earp. <laughs> Hey, hey, I can knock down off your horse there. Jack's five shots and Caleb's five shots, totally different. Fundamentally different. (laughs) I mean, it's okay because my, my, it's not like mine is, you know, any more practical or realistic, but mine is actually something that a company, including the company that I work for, could literally make, you know, with the existing technology. And the problem is, is that there aren't any, well, hang on, let me double check to make sure there aren't any good ones of these out there right now no there aren't i know for a fact that there aren't i don't even need to google this you see well let's just double check because i can't ever keep i can't fully keep track of ruger's product lineup at all times because sometimes they have like they'll do like random red hawk drops that i'm like that's that's a thing that exists okay 57 mag 357 mag 41 rem uh 41 magnum is such a fun caliber but here is the thing that i would really like and it as far as i know it doesn't exist in a way that's uh i mean like maybe like i don't know maybe charter arms makes one see now i now i'm like i don't want to say a thing charter arms i'm just checking i'm gonna check the products it's a revolver guys the thing i want is a revolver all right nobody be surprised um can and uh can i just say charter arms website is 
dog turds. Oh, they do make one. Neat. All right. So the thing that I want actually exists, but it's made by Charter Arms. So um, it's made by Charter Neat. Arms. Eh. So anyway, <clears throat> what I want, and it's not actually, and the one that Charter Arms makes isn't actually the way I want it to exist. So what I want is much like the uh, Ruger did something that was like this close to being it when they did the Jeep, the five shot GP 100 in 44 special, that was this close to being it. Make it a 45 Colt. So I want a, a me, a true medium frame. So this is like your Taurus tracker frames, your GP 100s, your Smith and Wesson L frames. I want that. I want five shots of 45 Colt. And here's what I, and I want adjustable sights and I want a three-inch barrel. That's it. Oh, and double action only. Like, I don't need single action on this gun. This is not a gun that I, with a three-inch barrel, I'm not going to be thumb-cocking this gun and lurking in a tree stand waiting for a deer, right? I want a backwoods five-shot snubby that carries what is, in my opinion, one of the most versatile cartridges available. And the reason why I think this is better than the 44 Special version is... 44 special is actually relatively hard to find and the loadings for it aren't that diverse for lack of a better term, right? 45 Colt, you can get 250 grain cowboy action loads that are like shooting mouse farts, but will still go through and the entire way through a ballistics gel block and keep on trucking all the way up to 225 grain, you know, plus P uh, that are borderline like 454 Kasuo rounds that will really do some damage or if you want and to we'll shatter not your... your desert eagle by the way <laughs> or if you want to shatter your hands uh, you can also go buy something from buffalo boar which i believe is legally a weapon of mass destruction but... I, I love the buffalo boar ammo like hmm this works in this range would we like to turn it to setting pain yeah i was i was working in a gun store and the guy who had like put out the ammo on the shelves was very new to working in the gun world. One, he had ammo out on the shelves, which I was like, that's probably not the best idea. We're going to lose a bunch of that, but okay. And I was out there walking around. I saw like, there was just like all our Buffalo bore was out on the shelves. I was like, Hey, we got to put this behind the counter. So <laughs> I'm, like, Why? I'm like, one. Yeah. It'll be stolen. Two. We don't want, Joe, nobody coming up and like, oh, Buffalo Boar, blue box. I'll just go ahead and take that and walk off with what is not a fun experience for anybody that doesn't love recoil. Yeah, like I have. No, no, Buffalo Boar. Buffalo Boar is like walking into the Thai restaurant and going spicy. No, Thai spicy. That's what it is. Buffalo Boar is when you go and you sit down in the Thai restaurant and they say, "How do you? How hot do you want it? One, two, three, four, and you go." Make it like you like it. And then you go back and smack the chef. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, listen, bitch. But no, so but that's what I love about the 45 Colt round is it is commercially available in a really diverse level of pressures. It's much like 38 Special, where you can get it in all of these different diverse pressures that you can do a lot of things with. And I love the idea of kind of that like three-inch 
you know, GP 100 ish sized revolver, no porting, nothing crazy fiber optic front sight, adjustable rear sights, but like a, you know, rugged adjustable rear sight. Cause and the reason why you need an adjustable rear on this is specifically because of all of the different grain weights of 44, uh, 45 Colt that are out there, a 250 grain bullet going 700 feet per second is going to have a way different point of impact than a 225 grain bullet going a thousand feet per second. Like they're going to hit like this. It's not going to be close. So that's what I want. Double action only good trigger fiber optic front blacked out rear adjustable five shots chamfered charge holes. This, this is not too much to ask. There's literally three companies that could do that and do it in a way that is quality and meaningful and i work for one of them and if you don't think i'm not going to clip this up this out and send it to our production guys you're crazy i am doing that for sure all right so that's me i want a gun that could actually be used by normal human beings jack wants jack a sci-fi gun, that gun. Could be used by jack and andre yeah exactly and what all right what but when you're fighting cyborgs i don't want to hear shit about how you want one of my shotguns i'm going to be shooting them with 45 cold you know uh solid copper rounds that punch through their armor come on Why, did we just create a cyberpunk fire team yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. i'm here for it let's go Oh, and in the continuation of thread of things I think that can be done, but may actually be good against the cyberpunk dystopian enemies we will soon be fighting, I would like to see a Beretta or, in this case, Taurus, because you guys have the design too, 92-96 style, but with the advent of some of the slim guns and how what we're doing with magazines and everything like that, I want it in 10 millimeter. <laughs> i love shooting 10 millimeter i like i like the energy and the recoil experience i want a i want a beretta 92 96 style pistol in 10 millimeter and i want to be able to carry it cocked and locked the so crazy thing about option. this it fixes the 10 millimeter ejection issue where the casing gets like it super expanding uh-huh. it's not but i don't know if that 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 slide can handle that. That's the, slide, the yeah, only the slide concern is whether Are you sure? or not like a brig? design. Maybe the brig. Yeah, that really thick brig. Well, you'd have to go with like the ninety six A one slide because. So, for people who don't know, the first Berettas that they did in forty uh, shattered themselves because it wasn't designed for the cartridge. Then they did sort of a redo with the ninety six A one, and the ninety six A one is actually a whole new gun right like it's not uh it's not a it's not a 92 they, they, they didn't they didn't just change a couple of things internally they rebuilt how this thing locks and seals itself in the slide yeah. so that it can handle a different load and i understand what i'm asking may require that as well probably would require that as well but i like the shooting experience on the 92 96 platform i like the slide mass i like how the barrel uh and and the slide operate together. And I think it would work really nicely and smoothly in 10 millimeter. And I want to be able to carry it cocked and locked. So I want the frame mounted safety decocker, not the slide mounted G model. I mean, if the, if Beretta can re-engineer the 96 to handle, you know, full pressure, 180 grain HSTs, then there's no mathematical reason why this thing couldn't, why you couldn't build something that would hold up to those recoil forces, but you would be making an already thick frame like extra dummy thick. I don't 
I don't so, know. Hold on. Remember the eighty forty five Cougar? As much as I've tried to forget, yes. The frame already exists. If it's a forty five frame, it can be a ten millimeter frame. So you could do an eighty forty five Cougar, but do you still want the opens? Because the Cougar has well, you'd the have, yeah, it had yeah, it had the rotating thing. But my thought is, if we take the frame of the eighty five forty five, that's already thick enough to handle the forty five, and we take maybe like reverse engineer a brig slide to fit on here, it could be doable. So, I mean, like. By doable, I mean we've got to throw all the money in the world at this thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the he says with his dragon, red dragon shotgun. Right, <laughs> you it's never been done before. Yeah, the development costs of engineering that specific gun for ten mil are yep. they they hurt my chest a little bit to think about. But uh, if we're rating the buildability of these guns on a feasibility scale from most feasible to least feasible, you're still ahead of Jack. <laughs> <laughs> like mine's the most feasible. Like I, your, I'm, yours, yours is a few simple parts changes yeah. that need to be put together in the right area. Mine are a more complex series of parts changes with some <laughs> heavy <laughs> testing and evaluation. And Jax's, again, what color would you like your dragon? I mean, and to be fair, Jax is also kind of the coolest. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, no, no cap here. Cause that gun sounds pretty freaking cool. That's like let's a, a, a customized 10 millimeter freaking Beretta M9 ish model is, is something out of sci-fi fantasy. Some wizard somewhere uses it and carves symbols into the bullets as they shoot demonic yeah. enemies or something. More, yeah, I mean, that's, oh, what was that? Okay, hang on. I'm going to sound both like a nerd and old. What was that anime where the guy had the gun that shot magic? There's a couple that do this, but you're there, they had a, it was a spaceship. Outlaw so Star. Yep. Outlaw Star. Thanks, Jack. Good memory. Uh, it's called a gun caster. I actually rewatched it uh, during 2020. I'm a, I'm about to start that one because I just it's it's really good. It is on Hulu. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna open the anime about. door, I'm cool. going to say to you, if you have a Netflix subscription. And you can deal with the minimal amount of anime bullshit that exists in it. Cyberpunk Edge Runners is the best show I have seen in 2022. That's high praise. That is. This is wow. this is a year where we had the Better Call Saul finale. We've had some real contenders. This show is it's eight episodes, thirty to five, forty minutes apiece. Um, it helps if you've played the game, I'm not going to lie to you, but you don't need to. Um, it's very violent. It's not for kids. Uh, but other than that, it's just one of the better storytelling experiences out there. And there are not a lot of like crazy things. If you want to see violent gunfights and crazy cybernetics and cyborgs and all that stuff, and the shotgun I talked about, it happens in the show. They, they bring it out. Um, <laughs> Go check that out. It's fantastic. I can't rate it highly enough. All right. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's a thing. If you guys want to do that, you can. I'm go. also prepared to be called a dirty, dirty weeb. 
um, for those, <laughs> and by a number of boomers who will be confused by what a weeb is in the yeah. comments section. It's gonna be even, that's going to be great. Like half of the comments are going to be calling you a weeb because you are a fucking weeb. Um, and then the other half of the comments are going to be like, what the hell is a weeb? And then they're going to, what's a weeb? And it's going to be spelled W H E B E. (laughs) That is, oh my God. Imagine you're 60 years old and you're trying to Google weeb and you're like, what's a weeb? And you type it in with an H. What's a weeby? I wonder. Weeby. Weeby. Is it one of those? I was here for the revolver talk. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's I need the revolver, man. He's gonna come through for me. And uh, I'm you also, if you're one of our older people, I'm not. Guy. I don't hate you. I don't hate you. You grew up in a different time than me. It's fine. I like 1911s too. It's okay. Don't be angry. Your heart and can't take it anymore. Besides, Jack, that's gonna be you in 30 years. 30. You like, really I mean, overestimate how long I have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they Great Danes don't live very long. That's fair. <laughs> There's this podcaster I listen to who, who, like, he's big, right? Like six six or something. And he's like, "Yeah, you ever notice that big dogs don't live as long as small dogs?" He's like, "I figure I got a solid twenty years left in me." Uh, so I, I'll say this because she doesn't listen to the show. Uh, my girlfriend owns a Great Dane, and it's getting very old. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, they told me about big breeds." I'm just like. <laughs> I'm gonna put you through this twice. I'm gonna put you through this twice. Sorry, Jack, listen here, sister. What do you mean? mean big breeds? You can't say that. It's These our word. That's our word. <laughs> I mean, not my word, guys. Obviously, I'm like a Jack no, no. Russell as a short king, you have other words. Yeah, uh, we do have other words. Uh, I was obsessed with uh, the the so the Great British Bake Off is back. And there was oh, so good. And there was a guy on it who was where this episode is devolved to definitely a little person, but they did such a good job of shooting around it that if you weren't like and he was like on the tall end of it, right? Like he was like a, yeah. a tall a dwarf, uh, a dwarf among midgets. Yeah. Uh apparently can't say either of those words, by the way. Yeah. Um, it is actually little person. And unless you're referring to the condition of dwarfism, how do I know this? I friggin' learned it all when I was trying to stalk this guy on the internet. Um, <laughs> and you were yeah. also checking like at what height does yeah, 411. What? Uh where is he's oh, like wow. clear the yeah. bar? Melody Lauer does not clear the bar. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the legal height for uh the for like being a little person is four eleven apparently. So if you're shorter than that, you can apply for a disabled parking permit, Melody. <laughs> is there any way we can apply for that for that, her? Uh, probably. Oh my god, that would be the funniest gift. Oh, that just and that just shows up. Oh. You'd have to get like something that like legally verifies her height. Anyway, this episode has devolved. So thank you everybody for watching, sharing, liking, subscribing. Make sure you do all of those things. Duct tape some duct tape somebody to the passenger seat of your car. Force them to listen to this episode. And again, make sure that you guys post the comments of the guns that you wish the industry was making. The two best, and by and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and define what uh the criteria for best are is whatever I feel like in the moment. So 
highly subjective, but you can't complain about subjective judging criteria because you're getting free stuff. So the two best ones, again, will be getting these CNH Precision uh, slide milling certificates. Uh, I want you, I, I, I hope you guys send uh, send him something weird to mill, like, please, just just for funsies, or be normal and send like an MMP or a Glock. But that's it, guys. Thank no, you. Send him a um, Mosin. If you don't send him a Mosin, no balls. <sighs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We are out. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks, everyone.